Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Peace talks as battles intensify. There's been fighting on city streets. Economic sanctions take hold. The Russian currency, the ruble, is tanking. The first January 6th trial begins. The Department of Justice needs to win this case. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. And I'm Charlie Daggett in Kyiv, Ukraine, with the CBS World News Roundup. As fighting continues throughout Ukraine, there's a glimmer of hope this morning with the first direct talks to end this crisis. The Ukrainian delegation is demanding an immediate ceasefire. Still, the relative quiet we've seen here in the capital is quite different from some other regions. Ukraine's army says it fought off several attempts by Russian forces to storm the outskirts of the capital overnight. But more importantly, they've set their sights on Kharkiv, and that is where we've seen street fights underway between Ukrainian forces and Russian troops. And we've seen images of Russian convoys that have been stopped there, uh, stopped dead in their tracks, and Ukrainian forces picking through what was left of it. So they've been able to hold off that second city, as they call it here, Kharkiv, in the east, in addition to holding off the Russian advances here in the capital. Now, throughout the weekend, there have been a number of artillery attacks, artillery strikes around the capital. They've been hitting some of the infrastructure, including uh, an oil facility. Ukrainians are taking up arms and whatever they have to defend their country. CBS's Holly Williams has been speaking with some of them. We were inside a private hospital, which has now cancelled all elective surgeries. Instead, Dr. Elisaveta Plachista told us they've prepared to treat combat injuries. Why are you staying? You could leave. It's my home. I'm with my own country. I was born here and I will live here for all my time, all my life. Even if that means dying here? Fighting for my home. Ukraine's resistance has been determined and may have taken Moscow by surprise. Meanwhile, countless other Ukrainians are fleeing their homeland as refugees. CBS's Steve Futterman is near the Ukrainian border in Poland. Here in Poland, officials are trying to deal with the massive numbers of people trying to enter the country from Ukraine. At the main border crossings, cars are lined up for miles, hoping to get in. This woman is a travel agent from Kyiv. She is now in the city of Lviv, hoping to get on a train to Poland. So far, no luck. I decided to to go to Poland. I have some friends who was there and then to Turkey. It's estimated that over 100,000 people have already crossed the border here into Poland, and this could be just the beginning. President Volodymyr Zelensky says he's skeptical about peace talks currently underway, saying he doesn't really believe in an outcome. But he added, if there's any chance to end the war, Ukraine should take part in it. Deborah. 
The Biden administration has condemned Vladimir Putin's decision to put his country's nuclear forces into special combat readiness. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield. The world is watching. Photographic and video evidence is mounting and you will be held to account for your actions. The U.N. General Assembly holds a rare emergency session on Ukraine today. The U.N.'s refugee agency says more than half a million people have fled since last week's invasion. The State Department has closed the U.S. Embassy in Belarus and authorized American diplomats in Russia to leave. In Russia, the ruble is tanking, the Moscow Stock Exchange has closed, and people are rushing to withdraw cash. Former CBS News Moscow Bureau Chief Beth Noble. The official exchange rate fell by about 25%, but on the streets of Moscow, dollars at exchange offices cost almost twice as much to buy as they did just a week ago. Hoping to stabilize the currency, the Russian central bank doubled interest rates to 20%. I'm Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk in London. He won't want to hear this, but analyst Ruth Diamond says Vladimir Putin has actually helped re-energize Western alliances once thought under threat. He's managed to do what no U.S. president has succeeded in doing, which is to get Germany to commit 2% of its GDP to its defense spending. Not yet clear if this will weaken Putin's resolve to make Ukraine a Russian fiefdom. Ukraine is high on the agenda today at the White House. Correspondent Cammie McCormick has more from Washington. The border talks come as Belarus is reportedly preparing to send soldiers into Ukraine in support of the Russian invasion. President Biden will meet virtually with allies and partners this morning to discuss the latest developments in Ukraine and to coordinate a united response. Ukrainian President Zelensky is asking the European Union for immediate membership. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Today, a 48-year-old Texas man is scheduled to become the first of hundreds to stand trial in the January 6th attack. Guy Reffitt is one of the highest-level defendants among the nearly 750 people charged in the Capitol riot. He's one of the few accused of carrying a gun amid the mob. Scott Fredrickson, a former federal prosecutor, says the stakes are high for the Justice Department. If it loses this case, if it messes it up in any way, there's going to be huge criticism of the Department of Justice. Employees of Capitol Police, FBI, and Secret Service expect to testify. Scott McFarland, CBS News, Washington. The U.N. has just released a grim report on climate change. It says the planet is facing increased risks of intense and extreme heat waves, droughts, wildfires and floods, a recipe for disaster, it warns, if countries don't adapt quickly. The story of a deaf family with a hearing daughter takes top prize at the SAG Awards. CODA star Marley Matlin through an interpreter. This validates the fact that we deaf actors can work just like anybody else. Will Smith won Best Male Actor for King Richard, Jessica Chastain Best Female Actor for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Major League Baseball meets with the Players Union today in a last-ditch effort to save the start of the regular season on March 31st. 
Both sides met yesterday. MLB called it productive. Union officials say both sides are still very far apart. A surprise find for a couple feasting on a seafood dinner at the Jersey Shore. Michael Spressler ordered a dozen clams on the half shell. And when he got to the last one... It looked kind of heavy, but I didn't think nothing of it. And then when I started to eat it, I noticed something was in my mouth. I actually thought one of my tooth broke. Turned out to be an 8.8 millimeter pearl. It could be worth thousands of dollars. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. President Biden is getting ready for tomorrow's State of the Union address. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe has a preview. Unlike most State of the Union addresses, this one's likely going to focus a bit more on national security and foreign policy, given the situation in Ukraine. But also expect to hear him talk about his passage of historic infrastructure and economic recovery legislation, that he'll probably call on the Senate to quickly confirm his Supreme Court nominee. And he's likely going to try setting the tone for Democrats as they prepare to run for re-election later this year. New York's Metropolitan Opera is cutting ties with performers who've supported Vladimir Putin. Star soprano Anna Neprebko is expected to be among them. She's backed Russia's president in the past and was once pictured holding a flag used by Russian separatists. Over the weekend, Neprebko posted a statement on Instagram trying to distance herself. And that's the World News Roundup for Monday, February 28th. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> 
Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.